For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Georgia Dog Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. That's it. Wilcox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Good evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32, 18. Let the celebration begin. Yes, that's right. Let the celebration begin because guess what? You are watching the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Also coming at you on Brinks.tv. Man, it's it's a celebration because you know the weekend is upon you. We got lots to talk about. You can see it over here on the sidebar. Joining me is my man, Israel Troop. It's getting warm down there, Israel. You're dealing with the crazy kids now. They're off the chain. Man, if there's any teachers or coaches or administration listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to say a special prayer for you because if your day was like mine today, then you, you probably want to quit. I mean, it was one of them days, you know, it's, all, it's springtime, so it's becoming a, a little little rough out here in the uh, teaching world. Yeah, there's a weird vibe up here because it's just been raining all week. We got floods and it's like cold. So like everybody's kind of like in zombie mode right now. It's like just cold enough to be miserable, you know, Um, not like cold enough to where we're going to get any snow or ice or anything, but there is a little, there is a little chill in the air and it's just brutal. So when it warms up, I'm sure we'll be dealing with the same stuff. But like I said, we are the Believe in George Dogs podcast. Follow us at Believe in Dogs uh, at Troopstar28 at Coach Burton 36 at Burton.Corey on Instagram, all of it scrolling underneath. Uh, so follow us, give us uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, wherever you find your podcast as well. Uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, all of the above. Uh, we, we thank you for joining us. Uh, we are, we are brought to you by betonline.ag football season might be over. But not for long because we're going to pick a USFL team here in, in a little bit. But basketball is in full steam, both NBA and college. Uh, from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. So, if you uh, if you lost a whole bunch of money in the Super Bowl like I did, or or uh, let Auburn destroy your parlay like Israel, like what happened to Israel, uh, and you want to get back on the horse. 
Just head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, which if someone can tell me how to bet hockey, I will forever appreciate you boxing and ufc odds right down to olympic coverage is the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite vegas casino games so uh if you're like me and want to play some blackjack it's right there for you and bet online is your number one online wagering destination bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play all of your favorite games bet online it's where the game starts so uh, let's get into it a little bit, shall we, Israel? We have uh, a few coaching updates. Uh, we talked about this. We we broke this. Uh, it, this broke on Monday, right before our Beast of the East show. Uh, so we we got into it a little bit, but we did not get into the to the to the details. Uh, we're going to save a lot of that for tonight. Uh, but Matt Luke is on his way into early retirement. He's going to enjoy uh, some time with his family. So kudos to him. Uh, had a great two years of service, let us help lead us to a national championship. So I know George, I know dog nation is forever grateful, uh, for him, but, uh, we have to look forward. So what does that mean exactly? Well, we got to talk about some candidates, right? Israel, what, what are you yeah. hearing on that front? Um, first of all, you know, coach Luke, thank you for your service and everything you've done. Um, to come in um, with all the debacle that was going on at Old Miss and to come in and do the job that he's done um, at Georgia with developing offensive linemen has been great. Um, you know, I saw a couple of podcasts about, I think, guard play or something like that, but I don't think people realize how hard it is to play guard in the ACC. Um, it's hard to play so guard anywhere I, in the, the, the I, <laughs> college of the NFL. I, I mean, it's a I tough think position. If we're worried about our guards after, you know, everything that they were able to do, um, is you now you're nitpicking, but anyway, uh, Coach Luke did a great job with that group, and we got a national championship out of it. Um, you know, great retirement to him, um, and enjoyed time with his family. Now to the fun stuff. I've said this. Uh, me and a buddy of mine were talking. I think it was a couple of days ago. Uh, whatever the news first broke, I said, you know, the first candidate um, is going to be Will Friend. Uh, Coach Friend was there when I was at Georgia. Um, he's pretty much followed Coach Bubba wherever he's been. Um, so. Whenever the news broke that Coach Luke was going to be leaving, that's the first thing that popped in my mind was uh, Coach Friend um, coming from Auburn. We all know what's going on in Auburn right now. Um, so I would think that that would probably be the first look that, that you know, Georgia would – the first direction that Georgia was looking to go into. But after hearing today, I mean, Baylor's offensive line coach. Um, he's a really good head coach. Um, he's, he's really good. You've seen what, what he's been able to do at Auburn. Um, and a, a former Ohio State coach, which I didn't know anything about until today when I was reading about it. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see because we know we're going to have to find a good one. We're going to have to find somebody who gets along and does a good job with offensive line, develop players and everything. So I don't know the body of work of the other two, um, but I've seen them. Um, while they played offensive line at Baylor was very good this this past year. So I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh I think Eric Mateos will, will I think out of those out of those options, I think he'll best fit in scheme wise to what we want to do. Uh Will Friend obviously fits in uh staff wise. He's 
he's somebody that you can trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a, you know, he's a technician. And, and you, you said you were, he was, th- was he there all four years of your time? Uh, no, we had coach Searles who was the number one name that popped up on a, yeah. many a website. I'm um, at first, but uh, coach Searles was there. And then coach friend came in on the latter part of my time in Georgia. And, and Searles, I mean, he, he's, he's a name in there too, as well. Uh, what, what about Will Friend? Why, why does he, why does he jump out as one of the top candidates? What what is it about Coach Friend that that makes him somebody that we look at and say, okay, we need to replace a, a national championship winning O line coach? We've had Sam Pittman, we've had Matt Luke. Now, what what about Will Friend besides just being tight with Mike Bobo? Um, you know, when Coach Friend got there, you know, he coached uh, Ben Jones, uh, Chris Burnett. Um, Cordy Glenn and all those guys when he came in I think he kind of took over the room uh, when he took over for Coach Searles um, you know he's, he's a player's coach um, you know I followed him kind of through his career um, and you know we had a couple, couple of linemen from Tifton go to Colorado State when he was there um, with Coach Bubba when he was the head coach so I mean to get a kid to come from Tifton, Georgia to Colorado State you know that says a lot about you as a coach so mm-hmm. I mean just from what I, from what I from what I remember and what I've seen, um, you know the guy can do no wrong, you know. And by by that I mean he he treats his players right. They play hard for him. I mean, look at South Carolina those last couple of games. They could have pulled up to ten, but I mean they were still you know rushing for two hundred something yards a game. So you know that just shows shows you what kind of coach he is. And having a very unconventional offensive line at Auburn this year. You know, they were able to do a couple of good things. You know, they almost knocked off um, Alabama. Um, so they were able to run the ball, you know, very effectively um, for a little while there. So, you know, I think he would be a good name. Coach Searles, obviously, we know his pedigree, um, especially being at uh, North Carolina right now. So, you know, it's going to be really good to see, you know, who they hire and who the kids, you know, kind of take to. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, I, I think out of the out of the two, I think Sterles is probably a slightly better recruiter. Um, but you know, I think Will Friend will, will, I think maybe does a better job developing. I, I don't understand the the hatred for these two guys. I mean, I I know that there's a little bit of, uh, I mean, people say it's the, you know, people claim it's the stink of the 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 middle half of the Mark Rick era when when things were. Not a, not as great, but it, it's all an illusion to me. You know, I I, I knew I knew uh, Stacy Searles um, personally. I, I don't know if he'd still remember who I who I am, but um, I remember having a few uh, few interactions with him during the recruiting process when I was there. Uh, when he came in, I, I I always thought he was I always thought he had a good head on his shoulders. I always thought he was a really good offensive line coach. People respected him, things like that. Um, you know, maybe things just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what the deal was, why he, why he gets so much backlash, but I mean, he's been hired by a bunch of great coaches and and most recently Mac Brown. I mean, these guys aren't going to hire slappies. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, m- maybe, maybe the mix of, of, I don't know, may, maybe the mix of scheme, maybe just the situation. There was some outside factors you know, I don't know exactly what happened uh, behind the scenes all the way that, but everything I saw was always real positive with Stacey Searles. And he's, 
I think he's a really good offensive line coach and, and everything I've read about Will Friend, I think he's the same. Um, I think it's got to be either one of those two or Eric Mateos. I, I think Mateos is going to be a great uh, recruiter. I, I think he's he's also somebody that's going to get the guys to play hard for him. He's also comes off as a player's coach and uh, not to use that in, in, a, in a sense that's bad, you know, because sometimes you see players coach and you, you immediately think, oh, this guy just lets the players do whatever whatever the hell they want. But mm-hmm. Baylor, you know, there, there's there's different levels of why Baylor was good this year. Dave Aranda, number one, great leader mm-hmm. uh, for, for the Baylor Bears. Uh, I listened to Believe in Badgers, uh, and I listened to the Chris Orr episode, and I thought that was incredible. And he, he went on about uh, – because Dave Aranda was his defensive coordinator when he got to Wisconsin, and he just went on and on and on about – and just – shattered every myth about Dave Aranda's personality um, on that show. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, believe after you listen to this um, at, the, at the conclusion of this, go look at believe in Badgers, uh, my friend, Matt Perkins and, and uh, Maddie, the Hebrew hammer Bernstein, uh, go look at their interview <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with Chris or, uh, and, and you'll get an idea what, what Dave Aranda's like. But I, I mean, honestly, with the, with the, with the names that are listed, I, I think we're, I think we're in good shape. I, I truly believe that. And a lot of people are going to be upset if it's Stacy Searles. I'm not one of those people, honestly. Um, I think the people who are upset have never played offensive line. We already know that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, if we're going to continue to live in the past, then what's the point of us continuing Georgia football? Yeah. Um, I mean, each coach grows. Each coach figures out what they did wrong. Obviously, he figured it out if they if he did anything wrong. Like I, said, I never played offensive line, um, so I can't tell you what happened or anything like that. But I mean, obviously, you know, if Matt Brown comes calling, you're his first offensive line hire, which is the most important hire that a head coach can make, in my opinion. And Frank um, Beamer, Frank Beamer comes calling, and it's it's obviously you're you're doing a good job. So yeah. um, whichever coach gets the job, um, he he's got you know some. He's got some hogs. Um, I think he, he's going to come in and, you know, he has, he has to rent the room, first of all, mm-hmm. you know, because the offensive line have to be the most complete group of any group on the field um, because you're going to live or die by those five. You can't just switch those out like defensive linemen. Um, so he wins the room. He develops those players. I mean, we continue to do what we do, and I mean, it'll be fine. So, I mean, everybody just simmer down. Let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. Kirby Smart's done a great job of, Hiring coaches who fit the scheme, who have are proving coaches who are, have developed players, who have won the room, their position group. So, I mean, I'm fine with whoever he hires, and I think it's going to be a great hire no matter what. I mean, just look at who he's hired and, and, and just kind of look and see, okay, what – you know, you, you, you can break down every single hire. And the only ones I think are not good hires are the ones that have been one and done's. And, you know, I think relatively speaking, Shane Beamer is a great coach, obviously, but he was a one and done. So the impact of his hire wasn't all that great, but he is a good coach. He's good at what he does. He would have, he would have blown the lid off this thing had he stayed and he may have gotten an even better job than South Carolina uh, coming out of this thing. Um, Then you look at, you know, you look at your coordinator hires, Jim Chaney, Mel Tucker, they were the first coordinators under Kirby Smart. I thought Jim Chaney, for what he is, 
was what we needed then. Yes. He got us as far as he could get us, and then it was time for him to go. That's just kind of what he does, right? He's not a long-term offensive coordinator. His his system is not sustainable. If you want to, if you want somebody to come in and establish a power run and establish an identity, he's your guy. And he did a great job at doing that and taking advantage of Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle. Mm-hmm. It was time for him to go. The biggest mistake Kirby made was promoting James Coley to offensive coordinator. He was just in way over his head, which okay. is fine. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know that at a place like Georgia, you take that risk, but Kirby did, didn't work out. He saw that and he moved on from it and then hired yeah, Todd. Munkin. He, was lo- he was loyal to, you know, a guy that, that's been there, you know, he come in, did a great job for him. So of course you want to promote from within. Yeah. Um, so gave I'm, I'm not upset about the hire, but he gave him a yeah. chance and he blew it up. So he had to get rid of it. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it at happens. the end of the day, yeah, it happens. I mean, you, you hate that. You hate that it led to uh, you know a, a wasted year, and and we we kind of didn't really get to see Jake Fromm really develop like you should have. But I just, you know, you you take a chance. You know, what if he mm-hmm. what what if he was a great coordinator? You, yeah, you're, what you're if not, it pans you, out? You, you know, you never know unless you try it. Right, and you know, we could have said the same about his hire of Todd Munkin. Like I I didn't see that one coming. Right. I mean, he's he's a he's a guy that was coordinator by title only for the Cleveland Browns in his most recent stop. He he didn't exactly set the world on fire in Tampa Bay. I mean, the NFL's a, a different beast, different animal, mm-hmm. but he was really effective at Oklahoma State in his stint at Southern Miss as head coach. So I was excited for that, but I did not know what he was going to bring to the table. And his first season was the pandemic year. You can't judge him on that. Uh, and, and then this season, obviously, we go out and win a national championship with Stetson Bennett. Which during the pandemic year, we were still pretty good during the pandemic yeah. year. I mean, we yeah. were, you know, we were a disastrous second quarter away from uh, from playing for an SEC championship against Alabama. Not, not that, that mm-hmm. we would have, not that we would have beaten Alabama that year. Obviously, nobody did. But um, that that was, you know, again, that was a good. We got better each week with, with what we did. And so, you know, you, you just gotta, the point of all this Israel is, is you gotta trust it, right? You just, just trust, trust process, it. Man. Just trust the process. Kirby he Smart. paid millions of dollars to evaluate coaches, to um, get the opinion of his players, which in college and high school, I mean, it's a little bit different mm-hmm. because they're going to be in and, in and out. But yeah. in college, I mean, these guys are there. A hundred percent of the time, they're gonna see this coach forever. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it feels like so. You know, uh-huh. you get the opinion of your players, kind of what they're looking for. Um, and I mean, you move on from there, you know. And if it doesn't pan out, obviously he's not afraid to let anybody go. So if it doesn't no. pan out, he'll find another one. Yeah, exactly. So I, mean, so, I I trust it. I mean, the the guys, the guys uh, made two trips to the national championship in six years. Won one of them. Uh, has won a has won. Has won a conference title. Uh, has won the East <laughs> all but two years. Um, just ran roughshod over the East after his first year, for the most part, and just has done a mm-hmm. tremendous job at winning football games. I mean, I think he's what he's got a really good. He's been in uh, what three three Sugar Bowls, one two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just you know, just. 
he's done a great job, and I think he's he's done a great job picking coaches. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he made one blunder, which that was just a promotion. I mean, they really didn't hire anybody; yeah, he just promoted a guy up. So. I, you know, I don't I don't really like the word blunder because, like, a blunder is like a blind shot, and you're just like you, you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I just I just think he made a promotion. He gave a guy a bone for his recruiting efforts and his loyalty. Mm-hmm. He took a chance and it didn't work out. I don't wouldn't call that a blunder. I would just call that a more like a. I mean, a swing and a miss is <laughs> swing and a miss. It's a swing and a miss. Is yeah, what it is. Legit swing and a miss. It's it's a swing and a miss. He swung at a good pitch and, it, and missed it. He gave it the old college try. How about that? There you go. Pun intended, right? Um, exactly. So, so that's our coaching update. Fran Brown, we talked about him coming over from Rutgers. He's officially on board. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll be making 750 k coaching the DBs. I, I'm excited about that. But if you want to hear more about, if you want to hear more about that, check out our show from from last week. Um, some other news before we, some other random uh, tidbits before we try to not throw up talking about basketball. Uh, Eric Gilbert mm-hmm. is in full swing now. Uh, yeah, I'm excited he, about that. I saw that, and you know, I'm I'm glad he was able to, you know, um, get himself together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very mental sport. You know, it can be mentally draining, it can be physically draining as well. So I'm glad to see that he's gotten everything together, everything he was fighting. I'm glad to have you back, buddy. You know, mm-hmm. what you were going through was way more important than playing football. Um, exactly. So you're still a part of this family. So I'm glad to have you back, full swing. Yep, and he's uh, he's doing well in the classroom. He made he got academic honors, academic academic student athlete of the week uh, this past week. So uh, that's good. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, it's uh, you know there there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Uh, we'll we'll get into some draft preview stuff too. I'm gonna call Joe DeLeon. Uh, from our very own Believe Believe Network, or get him on and talk some of the some of the draftees, draft targets that we have for UGA. We'll do that here in the near future. Uh, with combine time coming up, we're going to break down some of our draft prospects as well. Uh, but uh, what's uh, let's let's briefly? Oh. I don't want to spend too much time oh. on this. Yeah, oh. no. are we going uh, to that? Those two BBs. Yeah, yeah, B ball. Oh, yeah, what? Uh, Okay, I'll be brief. We sucked again. We got 17 <laughs> pieced by Ole Miss. Like, how does that happen? Ole Miss, they're better than us. Ole Miss is terrible. <laughs> but they're better than us there by 17 they points. They are. And I mean, I, I didn't think I didn't think our losing could be more impressive, but we were 60% from the field. We were 91% from the free throw line. Lost by fourteen to Texas A&M. Did you see that? Did you see the old lady that was there making a sandwich in the stands? I did. Yeah, I she did. Was, she she made that's, a couple while she was up there too. That's just how boring this world to watch. Yeah, I mean, man, I I I, uh, I didn't watch it, and I wasn't going to watch it, even if it was on, even if it was on the screen. I probably would watch it through the back of my eyelids. So uh, the woes continue. Uh, I just don't know what to say at this point. How, March, March how many 10th. More weeks we got left? I think it's March 10th. His last game. March 10th. I think that's we'll, we'll play in the very first play in SEC tournament game, and that'll be it. 
Hopefully. What I'm telling you, watch what's what, what, what's going to happen. Okay, he's going to go to the ACC tournament, and for some reason, they're going to win. Oh God! Don't 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 tempt me with that. Do not tempt me with and that. And then, uh-uh. how do we justify letting this man go after the blunder of the regular season, and he comes across and wins the SEC championship? Uh, uh, don't do it. Do do not don't 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 no. We're gonna have a new coach. <laughs> We're gonna have a new coach. Tom Green, not personal, but it's just not working out. So baseball, yeah, let's more exciting stuff. Baseball, yes, they're doing really really Tear well. Turn it up, man! They're off to a hot start. Um, our pitching is really good. Our our bats are are alive. Ben Anderson, it was, it was four for four in in our in our last game. I think it was Monday night and. Uh, just, just absolutely killing it. We're, we're excited uh, to for a weekend series. Hopefully, we can get another sweep. Yeah, man. I, I watched Game Two um, against Albany. Um, we were down actually in that game, and um, you know, had to fight to come back and, and win on a on a game winning hit. Um, so I, I think I think we're fighting, which is good already. You know that that's that's the hard part. One thing about baseball, you got to touch all the bases in order to score runs. So. Um, to come back and fight the way that they they're doing, um, to be hitting the ball, you know, as well as they're doing right now. If you hit, if you're hitting the ball well early, that gives you confidence as you're moving forward. So, um, and very very, our baseball facilities are looking really immaculate, but right mm-hmm. now too, by the way, and yeah, they're selling beer at the games, which means yeah. it's about to be so much fun when the mm-hmm. weather gets warm. Yeah, that's gonna be really um, fun. So, I'm excited for our baseball program. I think. Um, our head coach is doing a great job of one keeping talent in Georgia. Yeah. Um, one thing that we're not able to do in basketball, but um, and you know a lot of the talent that he's keeping are guys who are being drafted very very high. He's able to keep them at least for a year. So I mean, yeah. you know, if anything, you know, you show out for one year, you know, you never know what might happen in that year. So right, you know, great job by all everybody that's affiliated with baseball right now. Softball is doing well. Um, right now, too, with their new coach. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of sports, a lot of spring sports doing very well right now. Absolutely. I haven't seen golf yet, but I'm on them here, too, because our golf team should be pretty good this, yeah, this year as well, men yeah. and women. Chris Chris Hack leads, you know, his program is always top notch. And their facilities are outstanding, too, over there at the University mm-hmm. of Georgia uh, golf course. But um, on, on the baseball token uh next up is a series with a four game weekend series with akron um guess who guess who is coached guess who the akron coaches he was a guy that got in trouble for having a corked bat and he wore goggles and played for the reds chris sabo that must have been before my time because i have no clue who that is Oh, Chris Sabo. Yeah, he was uh he 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 got <laughs> he got in trouble. He wore goggles. I remember Court Bass, because when you said Court Back, I was like, clearly Sammy Sosa is not coaching at Akron right now. Yeah, so when he when he got in trouble with his cork bat, it like shattered and all this cork went everywhere. Oh yeah, because when Sammy did his, it didn't shatter, but they just found it because his bat broke. Yeah, his bat just splintered in half, broke in half. Now Chris Sabo's bat like at the at the the part where he broke it, like it just like it turned into toothpicks. 
Wow. He, he got in trouble. Um, anyway, he coaches but the, the goggles. Was, was he pretty good? Because you got to be like a really good yeah, player to rock good. goggles. He, he, he was. He backed it up. He backed Not everybody it up. can wear goggles. No. No, you can't. The the old Rex Specs. I think he played uh, second base and third base for the Reds. Um, but he he was a good player for them. He was a solid player. Um, and uh, so if you if if you want to if you want a little fun homework assignment, listeners, Google Chris Sabo. Um, the one thing I hate about baseball, the not to cut you off, but one no, thing good. I hate about college baseball is you know I watch softball. You know I watch it with my with my daughter and my wife plays softball as well. Mm-hmm. Um, softball get after it. I mean, you got Florida State playing UCLA and Oklahoma and Alabama. You got these teams that play tough competition early. Yeah, they do. Um, but in baseball, they play like teams from the north where it's still snowing. Um, yeah, I kind of wish that they would kind of get you know not the dust off early and play some like heavy competition, even if it's not within region. You know, you play like the UCLA's and the Arizonas and things like that of the world. Well, some people um, do. Baseball some beginning. people do. But like some of these teams are good. That's true. As I'm, like base, baseball is a very equal sport. Baseball is a very equal sport too. So Albany was pretty good. I think Albany yeah. gave us they have good pitching. So they have good pitching. So um, I just want to see us play like a dog, like at the beginning of the season, just like go out and play like Kansas, here, Oregon State. Here to get you some, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, come here, Beavers. Get you some here. Come on, Oregon State. Um, shit, we have a, we have a hard enough conference slate. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee and Alabama playing some really good football. I mean, not football, but baseball Ole, right now. Ole Miss is um, Ole Miss scored Ole Miss scored forty eight runs in their in their weekend series. They run. They only played one nine inning game over over the last weekend because they run ruled everybody. Like they are man. they are trying to bring I back was, the old school LSU gorilla ball. I was this close to going to LSU. I mean, the old Missy playing baseball. Okay, it was real close. So you'd be you'd be saying hotty toddy. Yes, I would be. But now I'm saying go dogs, and I enjoy downtown Athens a little bit more than I did at Ole Miss. There you go. For that, that little was, bit, that was the difference. That was the difference maker. But uh, last the thing Grove about baseball, is a little bit different now. The Grove is the Grove is different. <laughs> the Grove is different. I that's uh I need, I need to go back. I need to hit the Grove up. I need to hit I need to hit the Grove up in uh in, in tailgating. I want to see a tent with a chandelier. That's legit. Yeah. I want to see that. That's not broken either. It actually works. Oh, yeah. There you go. Even better. Like uh, Steve, Stephen Willis, who I do SEC after dark with, he is a diehard rebel. He does locked on Ole Miss, but <laughs> he is, I mean, he is about as rebel as it gets. Um, so he, he tells me all these stories about Ole Miss, but, um, last thing about baseball before we, uh, before we have a little fun and get into USFL, uh, what really impresses me with this, uh, is the patience that we had with Scott Strickland. Cause mm-hmm. It was obvious at the start. I mean, when he inherited this program, we were, I mean, we were below the bottom of the barrel. It was rough. Like Fresno State in 08 broke us. Mm-hmm. We we were, what, we were a few innings away from winning a College World Series. They came back and they broke us. And from from that season on, we were never the same. We were, we were a broken, broken program. 
that went to the depths of the SEC, where it was like we might as well have been playing Division Three because we were that bad. And then so when Scott Strickland comes in, he has his vision and he had done really well at coastal Carolina and uh, he comes in and, and he has a plan and, and he inherits that plan. And, and w- what I really like is the patience that we had with him because it didn't go well at first. And, and, yeah. and I was like, man, this is okay. Well, this is not working. We're still losing guys to the draft. We're, you know, our, our, the pitcher, these right-handed arms we're getting are very mechanical. They're throwing, they're throwing straight meat pitches up there. And, and this is not good. Like we cannot, we, we can't get guys out. We can't put runs across the plate. This is not, this is not going well. And then it started turning. You get one or two guys and then the thing just started turning. We made the regionals last year. Uh, no, but did we make super regional? I can't remember. I think we lost by like a run to, to go, make it to, to make us to make super regional. Yeah, so we were we were right there in the mix. I think we lost a f- who did we lose to. God, I can't remember. I had a terrible. Well, we right lost. Now. We lost in the in the tournament to even host. We were going to host a regional, but we ended up losing. Yeah, so I think we I think we lost to Florida in the in the SEC tournament, and we ended up having to travel as mm-hmm. a two seed in a regional. Versus hosting as a one seed in a regional, um, had we beaten Florida, and uh, we ended up not not making out a regional. Which, I mean, I still think we had a very successful year because we didn't make anything the past season. But with Scott Strickland, man, he, he's done a tremendous job, and now he's got us preseason ranked number sixteen, off to a four and zero start. We're tearing the cover off the ball. We're, we're getting guys out. Mm-hmm. Our, our our bullpen is really solid. Our facilities have improved. So, I mean, things are getting really, really good with, with Scott Strickland, and I'm glad we stuck with him. Yeah, man, he had a plan. Um, you know, and, you know, a lot of people who, all right, let's get a new head coach and everything changes. No, it doesn't change overnight. Um, you know, you no, kind of got to you gotta, gotta go through the growing planes, planes a little bit, kind of get what you want. You got to be honest, vision. not to cut you off, you Israel, but you got to be honest about where you're at. You are. You, that's one thing about that's one thing about our new basketball coach. He doesn't have to see that we are. We I got to build this from the ground up, and that's what Coach Strickland did. He built it from the ground up. Um, so I think he. I think I'm glad that Georgia was very patient and letting him, you know, do his thing and, and get his thing back going. Now we're ranked. We're, we're ranked in the, for the first time since 2008. So that just shows you how good how good a job he's done. Um, that shows you how good his coaching staff has done as well, the patience that Georgia's had with him. So I think they're pretty happy about that decision. Absolutely. Uh, and and I, I can't be any more excited. But So we welcome the Akron Zips in, uh, and I think we're going to have a DH on Saturday. I think it's what, what I read in the notes. So that'll be fun. Okay. Uh, before we before we get out of here, uh, before we switch gears, I uh, want, uh, want to shout out uh, our newest sponsors, NordVPN. Uh, the Russian bots, uh, they are, they're not going to be here. Uh, they heard about NordVPN, but what's better, what's more important than peace of mind, Israel? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. 
NordVPN is the best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity, the most servers, the next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you'll never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It also carries a risk-free, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So NordVPN, that's where it's at. Also, our even newer sponsor, we talked about them on Monday. Uh, Israel, did you buy any Athletic Greens? I have not, but I will be getting on the website in the morning. There you go. So, same with me. Tons of people take multivitamins, right? But it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blends ingredients, their special blend of ingredients, I got a little too excited there, supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and most importantly, with these kids going crazy in the, in the springtime, aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. So if you're on the Atkins diet or you're on the low carb South Beach diet or you're, you're a keto guy or you're just like me, you're on the bunny boy diet, which is basically just eating vegetables and salads and stuff. Uh, they, <laughs> there's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and a f- and a f- and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements do not these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, yeah, I'm going to get mine on uh, on t- tomorrow. I'm going to order mine and uh, have it have it there for me to uh, consume while at school. I think that's uh, uh, Athletic Greens. I've heard so many good things about it, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. Okay. Uh oh, I, I think uh, I think uh, you need to have some NordVPN in your life too. Now I think uh, I think those kids are cutting your internet. But um, USFL is real. Have you uh, have you looked at the draft? Have you have you seen the the makeup of the teams? Are you able to are you able to pick a team at this point to root for? Uh, Go ahead. I can't wait to see the 
Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, Davin Bellamy got picked by the New Orleans Breakers, and several of our offensive or defensive linemen from the 2016, uh, 2015, 2016 teams uh, at Georgia got picked. I can't remember exactly which teams, but like Michael Barnett got picked. Uh, some other people, like Tyler Kalina from the offensive line, got picked. Uh, I think he got picked by Philadelphia maybe. Uh, but I, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the breakers. I'm looking at the Houston gamblers. I'm looking at the bandits of Tampa Bay and, and somebody on Twitter um, made a really good argument for the Birmingham stallions. So th- those are the teams I'm kind of, I've kind of got my eye on right now, you know, obviously staying in the Southern United States. They only have so having a, yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can root for a professional Bama team, so I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, if you, if you put a gun to my head and said, choose one now, it'd probably be the bandits. Uh, they have Jordan Te'amu as a quarterback. And I just, I don't know, just like the makeup of their team. There's a lot of guys in this league that I've never heard of because they're D2 and D3 guys. And that's no knock to D2 or D3 guys. They're just guys just aren't, aren't publicized as much. Um, so really, it's just going to come down to the eye test, truthfully. And it's going to come down yeah. to, you know, which head coach do I trust the most? Kevin Sumlin, yeah, I think it- Skip Holtz. Like, we're, we're, we're like, where do you lie in that? I think I'm gonna go gamblers just to be different, but the games the the championship games being played in Canton, Ohio, so that's fun. Hopefully, it'll be warm. It won't be. Well, it'll be summertime, so it probably will be. Get it in before those. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. Um, Houston Gamblers, their draft. So they got Clayton Thorson as their quarterback. So we've heard of him. Uh, let's see. They got uh, JoJo Ward from Hawaii. They got Tyler Simmons, who will be onside for them. Uh, he was not offsides. Uh, a bunch of these people I've never heard of, but that's not saying they're not good players. But. Um, Dominique Davis, Dalen, Dalen Dawkins. Uh, they've got uh, Azim Victor. That, that'll be a good one. Uh, Tyler Higby. Not the uh, Rams tight end, but the guard. So it uh, looks like they have the makeup of a really, really good team. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I think they're, they're kind of sitting there, uh, kind of sitting pretty. They had Jim Kelly at one time as their quarterback back in the 80s. They have a really cool looking logo. Their uniforms are are looking looking solid. So, um, for the part, I think that's how you say it. 
You're breaking up really bad, Israel. Yeah. Might might be it might be the Bluetooth failing you on your headphones, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see. So Brandon Barnes from Alabama State. Uh, so let's look at uh, let's look at the bandits now. The 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 Tampa Bay bandits bandit ball. You got to give a uh, you got to give a shout out to uh, to Steve Spurrier as is his very first head coaching gig. Um, they got Jordan Tiamu. They got, they were able to draft and stop me. If you've heard this name, they were able to draft Vinny Papale. That's Vince Papale jr. Where, why do we know the name Vince Papale? You ever seen the movie invincible? You need to watch. It's a you, okay. It's about uh, it's about the nineteen eighty or it's about the 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 seventies eighties uh, Philadelphia Eagles when they were re- like really bad. They had like walk on tryouts, and this this guy from Philly, he's like a bartender. He he made the team. It was like a really that's, good story. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg. Yep, that's what you mind Yeah, uh, they drafted Makai Brown from Alabama. Uh, Christian Campbell from Penn State. Um, let's see. They they picked. It's always good to pick a running back from San Diego State. That's usually a good. That's usually a good gamble. <laughs> um, they picked Jawan Washington from uh, from from San Diego State. So that's usually a usually a pretty good gamble there. Um, but they they've got Jordan Lastly from UCLA uh, at wide receiver. Uh, so that that's uh, that's good. They've they've got some weapons for uh, for uh, Todd Haley to use at his disposal. So again, I'm not going to run through the entire roster, but again, pretty pretty solid uh, pretty solid squad there. So um, I don't know if we're going to come to a conclusion on this today, but I think we can get close. I think we can get close. So, um, yeah, early favorite Houston Gamblers. I really like to make up their squad. I'm going to examine each squad. Uh, Hopefully we'll get to see. I think the first games are in April, so we'll have plenty of time to discuss that as well. So, but uh, any last thoughts before we we get out of here? Be fun, hopefully. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, we are uh, the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We thank you for listening. Our prayers go out to all the people in the Ukraine as well, uh, going through uh, what they're going through as far as getting uh, getting invaded. So we hope we hope all of that gets resolved. Um, not to not to go political, but that's not terribly political but um 
find us on YouTube. Find us anywhere you find your uh, your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, those type places. Subscribe, comment, leave some feedback, follow us on social media. Uh, and from the looks of our Facebook page, it looks like you're finding us there just fine. So find us in the other spots too. And uh, we will. Uh, we look forward to continuing to grow this thing. Uh, baseball is in full swing, so we'll get a little bit of that. Football is always going. Uh, so we'll uh, hopefully get some some stuff there too as well. But we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast presented by BetOnline.ag, presented by NordVPN and Athletic Greens. We thank you for watching. We look to see you back here next week. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. And as always, of course, go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.